0: See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely. Positively. FedEx. Massive winter storm. We have no heat, no electricity. It's pretty cold. CDC says don't lift mask mandates. We're not out of the woods yet. Unlikely winner at NASCAR's big event. Daytona 500. Are you kidding me? Good morning, I'm Steve Cafin with the CBS World News Roundup. A storm system that dumped piles of snow in the Pacific Northwest is now invading the Southwest with ice and bitter cold wind chills. Here's CBS's Maria Villarreal. Cars and trucks providing no match for roads and interstates blanketed with sheets of ice, sending vehicles careening out of control. Our roads, no matter how much we salt them, are not designed for it. Oklahoma also making history with temperatures below 20 degrees for five days straight. For Suzanne Markingo, driving on these roads for work can be a life or death decision. Every time you take that key and you start it up, you take your life in your own hands and you take the public's life in their hands too. The same storm left at least 200,000 without power over the weekend in the Pacific Northwest. The two-day snowfall was the most seen in Seattle in almost 40 years, leaving some residents digging themselves out of more than a foot of snow. The CDC warns it's too soon to drop public mask mandates, as a handful of states have now done. CBS's David Begno has more on how the debate is playing out in Louisiana. We're not exhibiting the behavior that the, the medical experts are begging us to do. That is Peter Garisco. His 73-year-old father, David, died last month due to COVID-19 complications. David's death made local news after what happened to the family at the funeral home. The headline read, family says they were mocked, police called after requesting mask usage at funeral home. There were people up and down the hallway without masks on, and we just simply said, listen, just please wear a mask, and no one would. And last week, it also led to an emergency meeting of the city council to consider a local mask mandate, and the ordinance failed. Write down party lines. And one of them even raised doubts about the effectiveness of masks in an email exchange with none other than the Gorisco family. It's all pathetic and laughable. I don't feel safe. Obamacare signups reopened today in a special three-month sign-up window to get more people insured in the pandemic. Seven Republicans joined with Democrats in the effort to convict former President Trump at his impeachment trial, his acquittal has now put the party at a crossroads, as we hear from CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Top Republicans can't agree on what's next for the GOP. We need to unite the party. Trump plus is the way back in 2022. We've got to move on from the cult of Donald Trump. With governors in congressional elections more than a year away, some party leaders, like Stephen Bolton, head of the Chicago GOP, believe the rebuilding will begin well beyond Washington. The Republican Party is going to start to turn more local, go back to a core Republican message, which is peace in our streets, prosperity in our homes, and liberty in our lives. But that there are still things to learn from the former president. The important thing to do is to concentrate on what President Trump stood for as far as American policies, as and try to get away from just the man. There's word vandals targeted the home of one of former President Trump's impeachment lawyers, spray-painting the word traitor in red on Michael Vanderveen's driveway in suburban Philadelphia. Well, senators in both political parties are calling for a 9-11-style commission to investigate the attack at the Capitol. Delaware Democrat Chris Coons on ABC's This Week. There's still more evidence that the American people need and deserve to hear and a 9-11 commission is a way to make sure that we secure the capital going forward. Correspondent Katherine Herridge tells us a new government report concludes domestic terror groups will pose an increased threat this year. The intelligence report from Homeland Security cites key drivers, including civil unrest, ongoing COVID-19 restrictions, continuing fallout from the presidential election, as well as the successful breach of the U.S. Capitol last month. Microsoft's president tells 60 Minutes the computer hack that hit U.S. government agencies late last year is the largest and most sophisticated attack in history. Kevin Mandia runs FireEye, the cybersecurity firm that first detected it and indicated it was likely orchestrated by Russia. We took a lot of people and said... Look in every machine and find any trace of suspicious activity. What kept coming back was the earliest evidence of compromise is the solar wind system. We finally decided tear the thing apart. President Biden used yesterday's third anniversary of the Parkland school shooting in Florida to call on Congress to strengthen gun laws. CBS's Skylar Henry. The president essentially saying that this administration will not wait for the next mass shooting to heed that call to do better in the country, saying that it's time to take action to end the epidemic of gun violence and make schools and communities safer, calling on Congress to essentially enact common-sense gun law reforms, including requiring background checks on all gun sales, banning assault weapons, and high-capacity magazines as well. A wild day at Daytona, a crash in the early going, a sick hour delay for bad weather then on the final lap of the Daytona 500 a big crash Boat Team Penske cars crash Keslowski is up in a ball of flame, up into the outside wall. He'll take Kyle Busch with him in a horrific crash on the final lap of the Daytona 500. That's how it sounded on Fox, and when it was settled, 36-year-old Michael McDowell won it. His first win on the NASCAR circuit in 358 career starts. So thankful. Such a great uh, way to get a first victory in Daytona 500. Are you kidding me? Just days after winning a privacy claim against a British newspaper, the former Meghan Markle delivered some big news. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex are overjoyed to be expecting their second child. That from a spokesperson for Prince Harry and Meghan Markle who adds, Archie is going to be a big brother. The pair wed in 2018 and the Duchess gave birth about a year later. Along with the announcement, a black and white photo of the pair sitting under a tree barefoot Megan holding her growing baby bump. The duo officially stepped down from their roles as senior royals last year. In November, Megan wrote a New York Times essay revealing she suffered a miscarriage last summer. Matt Piper, CBS News. First shot, no problem for most people getting the COVID vaccine, but now that more people are getting their second dose, we're learning it can hit you hard. Headaches, body aches and chills, reported side effects following second injections of the COVID-19 vaccines. Health One physician Dr. Scott Joy has first-hand experience. What I would experience is sudden onset of chills. I had to put on a sweatshirt, a couple blankets, and it came on suddenly and ended suddenly about two hours later. However, Joy views side effects as a positive sign. Your immune system has seen this before. You have the proper response, making that secondary immune response. Stephen Kaufman, CBS News. The latest electric vehicle rolled out yesterday is from GM, the Bolt Compact SUV. It's got an estimated range per charge of 250 miles and a $34,000 starting price tag. It will go on sale this summer. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kaifin, CBS News. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now, in hardcover or digital editions, wherever you get your books. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.